So we're continuing the Treasures of the Transformed Life series. We're going to be talking about service and witness today. Uh, next week is Commitment Sunday, and that's what that card that you have uh, in, your, in your bulletin has a place where it's going to ask you, do you how often do you commit to pray, during, how many times during the week, um, how, how, what's your commitment for attendance, what's your commitment for giving, and what's your commitment for service, and that's where the service sheet that's attached uh, comes into play, and I'll talk a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. The passage for today is out of the Gospel of John, and it's chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. And then he came to Simon Peter. He said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize what I'm doing now, but later you will understand. No, you shall never wash my feet, Peter said. And Jesus answered him, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then the Lord, not just my feet and my hands, but my head as well. Pour the whole bucket on me. Well, that part's not really in there. <laughs> Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean and you're clean though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set an example that you should do as I have done for you. You know, I think most of us want to be great at something, right? Don't, don't you, want, you want to be great at something? We strive to be great at things, to be recognized for, for being excellent, to be really good, to gain some level of acknowledgement or recognition from our peers, from our families, to do something that makes some kind of a difference in somebody's life. And the truth is that this morning we're going to talk about something that everybody can be great at. Every person in this room can be great at serving. Say it with me. I can be great at serving. I can be great at serving. See, you can be great at serving because that's a choice that each of us are going to make. We're going to, am I going to commit myself to putting the needs of others on a par with the needs of myself? Am I willing to step out of my own comfort zone in order to have an impact on the lives of others? The Savior of the world washed his disciples' feet. Perhaps we can wash others' feet as well. Martin Luther King said it, put it this way. He said, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. And he was absolutely right because all of us can serve. We can all be great. And it's not that serving doesn't come with a risk because it absolutely does. If we're going to step out and we're going to serve others, they might not like it. They might reject us or we might not get the acknowledgement that we had hoped for. Because sometimes folks are just not grateful. 
And so when we serve, it's not, okay, I'm going to help you so that you can give something to me. Service is an unconditional act where we help others regardless. Where we take off our robe and we tie it and we get our towel and we wash somebody's feet who may not even deserve it, according to us. See, service is about doing the right thing regardless of how it's received. John Ed Matheson, whose book is uh, Treasures of the Transformed Life, there's still a few back there. Grab one if you don't have one. Um, it's, it's worth the read. There's a lot in there. Yet he makes the point that when a church member or a church has every member serving together, there's little desire to complain or gossip or be divisive. He says you can't row the boat and rock it at the same time, Right? You can't row the boat and rock it at the same time. And if, if I'm on one side, and if me and Rick are on one side and we're rowing and, and Eric and Mike are on the other side and they're kicking back, you know what we're doing? We're going in a circle. <laughs> so Mike and Eric get to work. <laughs> but what if we're all, what if everybody in here and we're rowing together? Then what? Vicki mentioned vision. We're going to, we have a vision, we have a destination, and we're rowing together to get to that place. Guess what? We're going to get there. We're going to get there together. Together. Because we are the body of Christ. If you can do a little, guess what? Do a little. If you can do a lot, do a lot. But it's not for us to stay seated. The church is not a building. It's us together being the body of Christ, being the church. The ecclesia is the word in, in the Greek. The ecclesia is what we are, the church. Kirch is actually a, a word that, that came in later that, that was translated as church, and that, that was a location, and now we've taken it to be the church is the place that we go to. If I said, where's, hey, tell me about your church. Well, we're down over here. No. We're serving, I serve. We have Bible study on Thursday morning. Check out our worship. That's the church. We are to be the church, not just do church, to be the church. And we can all participate in that. We can all participate. The greatest of all mistakes is to do nothing because you can only do a little. Do what you can. It's okay. We're going to do an interesting exercise next week. We're going to see how it goes. I've never done it, but it sounds really cool. So, so we're going we're, we're gonna to have the, a body, the body of Christ, we're going to have a cutout up here, and everybody who's here, on, on that, and please come, Commitment Sunday, we're to come together and commit to, the, to, to be in the body at Arbor Point, and part of that is going to be, choose, that we're going to have a list of spiritual gifts and talents, and you're going to choose your top four, and then everybody's going to come and put their sticky notes on that body, and we're going to see what the body of Christ looks like at Arbor Point gives me chills. That's going to be, a, well, I think it's going to be cool. It may fail completely, but I said a long time ago that we're going to try stuff, right? So, so we want to be a, the body of Christ here. Ephesians 4.15, the whole body is fitted together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts to grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. 
That metaphor is, is used throughout the New Testament. It tries to make the point that each of us is as important as the other. All of us are necessary to, 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 for us to be the healthy body of Christ in the world. When some of us don't serve in whatever way we're called to, something is missing. Something is missing. We need you. I guess it's the easy way to say it. We need you. Turn to your neighbor and say, we need you. Now tell it like you really mean it. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> we need each and every person in here to pull together. You know, some of y'all have done sports, right? What, what happens if, if, you, if the team just decides to run its own place? It ain't going to go very well. But together we can make a difference and, and we can see amazing things happen. Be you for him. But be you. Be you for him. You matter to God. You matter in the body of Christ. Albert Einstein is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, scientists of all time. For a long time, Einstein had two pictures on his wall, Sir Isaac Newton and James Clark Maxwell. But he changed those out towards the end of his life to Mahatma Gandhi and Albert Schweitzer, two great humanitarians. When he was asked about it, he replied that he had discovered that it was service and not science that makes the difference in life. Now, he didn't reject science, so don't mishear what I'm saying this morning. He said that service matters more. Service matters more. Only a life lived for others is a life worthwhile, is the way he put it. Only a life lived for others is a life worthwhile. So, we, so part of what we want to do at Arbor Point is have a lot of opportunities to serve in different ways, and that's in all the, in, in discipleship, in, in uh, service, excuse me, in the community, in prayer, all of those things. We want you to use your, your gifts, want you, to, want, want you to show love to one another and in our community and, and be a force in this community. I still love what, what whoever it was that put, put that uh, on the hopes and dreams sheet, that, that we would be a force in the community for God. Arbor Point. That's their hope and dream for Arbor Point. We'd be a force in the community for God. Amen to that. Amen to that. So this service sheet that you have has a lot of different things on it. And you'll notice on the back, well, hopefully yours has lines on it. <laughs> I guess it doesn't really matter because you can write on a blank sheet too. On the back is, I know that some of y'all have gifts and graces that aren't on this list. And if there's something on there that you're like, man, God is really calling me to do this then put that on the back, and, and, and we'll, we'll do whatever we can to help you to fulfill where it is and who it is that God is calling you to be. Now, if you put on here something like, man, I really think that somebody else ought to do this, that's not the deal, right? I think it'd be great if Arbor Point did this, but I'm not going to help. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's, you know, but if it's something that's on your heart that you want to participate with, then please do it. Uh, we have administration, which is a ministry. Amen, Barbara and Betty? And, you know, that's a ministry. So we have technical and visual arts. We got stuff going on back here. We want to do more. We want to increase our creativity in this place. Minty's painting is the start of a creative process for us. If you are gifted in any of these ways, we want to see what God does with you, right? Jesse's not here, so I can pick on her, right? You know, if you weren't here for, to watch the dance to I Can Only Imagine, I'm sorry, you should have been here. Because <laughs> it was awesome, you know. Who'd have thought that 
and 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 I you know I got some fun. Yeah, we're gonna have a create we're gonna have a creative dance, a, a praise dance, and people are like, a what? A praise dance in church? I don't get it, but they were probably crying on Sunday when it was all said and done because the Spirit of God moved in that. I don't know what you're called to, but I know that every person in here is gifted and has and graced by God in ways that when we come together are going to impact lives. So you'll see a list of things. Office help. Barbara and Betty certainly can use as much of that as we can get. Communication. I need help with communication. Stuff like website and and outreach, all of those kinds of things. And it goes through, and you, can, and you can look on here. So what I'm asking you to do is to go and pray. Prayer is the foundation, right? That's what everything that we do is founded in prayer. Take these home. I don't want them today. We're going to turn them in next week. And if you forget it next week, we'll have extras. But we're going to bring them up, and we're, and we're going to put them at the altar. This is our offering to God. This is what we commit to at Arbor Point. So pray about where it is and where that God would have you serve. Because I know that he would have you serve somewhere. I just recognize that um, this, this is that you, you notice we got some diapers and stuff. We, we didn't just have an influx of infants. Um, we are in what's, uh, in the Gainesville District, we have a connectional, uh, connectional group, which is 12 churches that are together. When we did Charge Conference, our connection group collected... Um, diapers. There's uh, Bethany UMC did bl Beth blue jeans at Bethany and, and some, other, some, some other clothing items and those kind of things. So we c those are all collected and they'll go to the United Methodist Children's Home because we're about service, right? Now, I didn't find out about that until the Friday before the Sunday of Charge Conference, so we're going to deliver them because we didn't know that that was happening or, or we'd have done something else. But we're our, we're, our role is going to be to deliver those to the children's home. Because it's not just Arbor Point, that's, it's us, the church, serving together, making a difference in lives. So take this home, uh, pray over it. Where, where, what, what class might I lead? Where, where is it that God is calling you to be? Because he's calling you to be somewhere. And please don't be afraid. You know that in baseball, if you get a hit four times out of ten, you know what that means? You're in the Hall of Fame. It absolutely means you would be in the Hall of Fame. But you know what else it means? You struck out or you got out six out of ten times. We're, gonna, we're not all, everything that we do isn't going to be a glorious success. But we, that doesn't mean that we don't try. Doesn't mean that we don't try. We try. And if it doesn't work out, okay. We'll try something else. Try something else. Embrace who you are and, and let God do what God's going to do. God is a big God. Big God. Does big stuff. He changed the world with 12, 11 after Judah. 11 men. Billions have followed. You don't think Arbor Point can make a difference? You're wrong. We can. We will. We are. Together, together we can do this. Be about serving. I was talking with a friend of mine, and I was talking about the invitation, and, and not this invite. This, this is inviting people into a relationship with Christ. We need to be about that. And we do need to invite people, but he, he made a suggestion to me, and, I, and I, I really like it. He said, why don't you recommend your church? Instead of invite people to come, why don't you recommend your church to people? Because if you recommend your church to people, 
it's, it's, it's a little bit different than, than an invitation. And recommend, if, hey, you want to hear some awesome worship? I mean, we, we got some good stuff go, going on, man. I recommend you, you know, you, you can check that out. It, we, we are serving in a lot of different places. We have a men's group that meets, well, it's, it meets at a different time than it used to. 6.30 on Wednesdays, going through this book about how to share your faith at work. I recommend these. Check these things out. The old school word is evangelism. Let's I, I call it rec- recommend, and buy it, but all you have to do is share what's going on here at Arbor Point. 380? Are you serious? 300 and we're going to feed... 380. You know, I only wanted you to do 200. <laughs> Did you know that God is a <laughs> big God? <laughs> That's the deal, right? You, we stepped into something. We stepped, no, well, we didn't step into something. We, <laughs> we stepped forward with this idea that we were going to feed you, you you, I don't know if you remember where this started. The phone call I got was 54. And then I got an email that back later that said, oh, I forgot. It's 90 kids and eight coaches. And then we found out about the band. And then we found out about the cheerleaders. And now we got 380. Praise God. Praise God. And you know how that's happening? Is Corrine and Brad are coordinating this, but they're not doing all the cooking because we are doing this together. This doesn't happen if it's Brad and Corrine. This doesn't happen if it's Mike. This happens because Arbor Point said yes, we came together, developed a plan, we got these things which are going to be, you know, if you weren't here, it's not, I could even do that if I had to. It's not, <laughs> and I, I'm not a good cook. God is good. And all the time, God is good, and God is a big God. God is a big God. Let's embrace who he would have us to be. Don't let the fear of striking out get in your way. That's Babe Ruth. There was a group of people, and they were talking about their churches, and one of the people was from Fraser Memorial, which is John Ed Matheson's church. Apparently, people judge the size of a church and how well it's doing by how many ministers they had, so they were comparing notes. The first church had two ministers, so they were doing, doing pretty good. And then the next church said, well, we, we got three. So, and then still the third one said, well, we have four. So we're doing even better than all of you. And then they asked the man from Fraser how many ministers his church had, and without hesitation, he said, we have a little over 7,000 at Fraser. You know why? If you're at Fraser, it's every member a minister. Every member a minister because the body of Christ, all are ministers. We are all called to be a part of what God is doing. 7,000 ministers. In our passage, Jesus is making a pretty amazing point, if you think about it. See, not only was he their leader, not only was he a rabbi, He was God incarnate, God in human flesh. And despite all that, Jesus got down on his knees 
in front of his disciples with that water. And this was a different era. They didn't have paved roads. They didn't have sewer systems. They walked everywhere they went. This was not a, uh, let me wipe off the little bit of stuff on your feet. These were nasty, ugly feet. And the Savior of the world got on his knees in front of every one of his disciples. And the one that blows me away the most, he washed the feet of 12 disciples. He washed the feet of Judas Iscariot, who he already knew was going to betray him. And he washed his feet. We need to be willing to wash the feet of anyone, regardless of their sin, regardless of where they come from, regardless of who they are. God's plan is unfolding. God has this. He's got this, right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, but God's plan is unfolding, and we make a lot of mistakes as human beings, but he's still God. He's still God. And there are people who need to know about this Jesus of ours. And one of the best ways for them to see him is when we get down on our knees, figuratively, and we serve. Serve alongside, serve them, whoever the them is, and just love them. That's who God would have us be. As the Big C Church, and I know it's who he would have us be at Arbor Point. It's what it means to be the church. It's our model for serving is Jesus Christ. It's our calling. We are part of a royal priesthood. Peter wrote in, in, in 1 Peter, he said, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy Nation, God's special possession. You are God's special possession. You are God's special possession. Matt, you are God's special possession. <laughs> he loves you, man. Totally and completely. Loves you. Just as you are. And loves you so much he won't leave you there. Because that's who Jesus is. God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And once we've received these blessings, sharing them in service comes naturally. Now, it may be that it's out of obedience at first, but I will guarantee you, those of us who have made a life of helping others or serving others, at some point, something happens in our heart to where it's no longer, oh gosh, I got to go do that. <laughs> you know, that might be how it starts, but at some point it becomes, man, I want, I want to be a part of what God is doing. And you may be going, okay, that all sounds well and good, but what do I do? Where do I start? What, what is it that I need to do? And fortunately, Matthew West wrote this song and put together this video 
that reminds us that the point may not be exactly what we do, but it's that we do something. This morning, saw a world full of trouble. Now I thought, how do we ever get so far down? And how's it ever gonna turn around? So I turned my eyes to heaven. I thought, God, why don't you do something? Well, I just couldn't bear the thought of people living in poverty, children sold into slavery. The thought disgusted me, so I shook my fist at heaven. Change the 